Hi, I'm Nick Galini with Beach and Galini Podcast, and I'm and here today with a French psycho- psychoanalyst, Jacquees Lincoln. Today on our podcast, we are going to talk about Jacquees's theory, known as the Register Theory. I'm going to ask him a few questions today about his theory. So, Jacquees, who would you say influenced you the most in your work? Well, I would say Sigmund Freud had a big influence on my work. During my analysis of his studies on the unconscious mind, I spent time talking to others about his work and reinterpreting it. My end result was how the mind goes from an unconscious state to a conscious one. In your theory called the register theory, there is a stage known as the real. In this stage, you become aware of the separation between yourself and your mother. You also have a desire to give back that feeling of oneness. How does this desire affect people's everyday lives and behavior? I would say this desire has a huge impact on one's everyday life and behavior. The desire of a feeling you can never have again causes one to act and make decisions to try and fill that void. I would not say it affects a person negatively, but I wouldn't say it affects them positively either. There's a choice to fill the void positively or negatively. What is the difference between the real and the mirror stage in your theory? In the mirror stage, the child becomes aware of him or herself, and that connection with the mother become, begins to drift. The real is the final stage when the child becomes aware not only of the distance between him or herself and the mother, but also authority and the father figure. Would you say that these phases are about becoming aware of reality? Yes, I would say that. It starts with the birth and the child discovering its mother. The child discovering him or herself, and then discovering his father, his or her father, and authority. Through the stages, the mind progresses into a state of awareness that also that takes into account its surroundings. It is this awareness that allows a person to determine what role his or her surroundings play in his or her life. Great. My last question today for you is: How do these stages affect people in their future? Well, like we talked about earlier, with that desire, that void it creates will never fully be filled. In your future, you choose what you will fill that void with, whether it's good or bad. Which road you take is determ is what determines your the rest of your future. Each person is different. How they feel, act, and understand things are never going to be the same as others. Now, moving on, I'm here with Brett. Brett is a beautiful woman who gets tons of attention for her good looks. I have some questions here to, that relate to Jacques Lankin's theory on how you cope with your problems. In the novel, the sun also rises. You seem to never be alone. When you're first introduced, you're surrounded by a bunch of men. Then, throughout the rest of the novel, you find new men. Are you scared to be alone? I'm not scared to be alone, but I'm not sure what I'll do with myself if I am alone. All of these great men provide me with great attention to get my mind off of my problems. This could relate to Jacquees' theory, because I do get away from my problems with men. And did I mention drinking is also a great way for me to get my problems off of my mind? Why do you believe the men in the story help you with getting your mind off your struggles? Well, most of the men I meet are very pleasing and wealthy. When I'm stressed, the best thing I can do is go to the bars and have a couple drinks with my men. As you know, I'm soon to be married to Mike Campbell. It's very stressful, so I go to the bars where I get plenty of attention from other men. 
I'm not sure that my friends are always there for me. In Jacques Lankin's theory, he states that without a father figure, or friends in your case, people often turn to other objects like alcohol, drugs, or other things when they are struggling. Do you believe your friends were not there to help you, so you turned to alcohol and boys instead? I believe my friends aren't always there for me, because some do not support my way of life. Many of my friends, like Jake, are sick of hearing about my love life and all of the people I've been with recently. Alcohol is something I do to cope with my problems. I go to the bars and have a great time and do not focus on the struggles I have with men, as like my soon-to-be husband, Mike. And if you didn't turn to drinking and meeting new guys, do you believe there's another way to fix your problems? That's a great question. I've thought about that multiple times, but I enjoy my lifestyle. I think if I could go to all of my friends and have fun with them, without them thinking we are more than friends, then possibly I could turn to them for help. Jake is very helpful, but because of our past, it's hard. He's still in love with me, but I know I would hurt him if we started to date again. I really wish my friend group could be more helpful instead of fighting all the time about me and my love life. And my final question today is about symbolism. Symbolism is one of the three registers of his theory. One very important symbol in The Sun Also Rises is the bulls. When bulls are alone is when they fight and get aggressive. And do you believe bulls symbolize you? That's another great question. When I'm alone... When I'm alone is when I struggle with my problems the most. I drink too much and make poor decisions. When I'm with my friends at the bars is when I have the best time. I meet new people and I form new relationships. I'm surrounded by men who please me and spoil me with money. When I'm with Jake, I often have drama created. We think about our past and he thinks about what what we could be today. I understand how it will hurt him though. The bulls could very well be a symbol of me because when I'm alone, I think of the poor decisions I've made towards my friends. Thank you, Brett. That is it for our interview. To learn more about Lankin's theory and Brett within the novel, we use two great sources. The first source is by Adrian Johnston. Scholarly journal is about Jacques Lankin's theory, the register theory. This source is separated into sections where we learn about Lankin's background and where we learn about his theory. Within his theory, it's separated into three registers, imagery, symbolic, and the real. This source was very helpful because it gave us clear understanding of Lankin's theory. This source is credible because there is no bias toward anything in this journal. The source taught us about how Lankin's theory gave us an idea of how it relates to Hemingway's novel. And for the second source um, is the scholarly article about Brett Ashley and how she is so important in the novel. It talks about Brett's relationship and how she treats others. This is a credible source because there's no bias and the author uses direct quotes. This is a very helpful source I mean, helpful because it backs up our idea about Brett, how Brett copes and avoids her problems. This also helps me find the relationship between Brett and Lankin's theory. The author of this article is Lurie Watkins, who has written and published 
who has written many published essays, and the and is an assistant professor of English at William Carey University, and has a PhD from the University of Southern Mississippi. With all of these achievements and experience, I would say her article on the sun also rises is very credible.